All right, good to see everybody Tuesday night. I hope that you are doing good. Hopping right into it tonight, Emerald Robinson. I felt, I felt like this is the perfect way to sum up. She finds the perfect way to sum up the entire situation that we're in. The pandemic is to force you to get the vaccine. The vaccine is to force you to get the vaccine passport. The vaccine passport is to force you into the social credit system. The social credit system is to force you into obeying the government. You might be thinking, what is this social credit system? That's already going on. That's already happening happening with over a billion people in China right now, the source of the CCP virus. They're already on a full social credit system, means your phone monitors everything that you do. If you actually pick up a piece of trash, you get a couple points and you get credits for those things. That's what it's about. Remember how it goes. The virus is to get you the vaccine. The vaccine is to get you the vaccine passport. The vaccine passport is to get you to a social credit system where we have Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18, that he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Then we're advised by John right after the afterward, here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding Calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and that number is 666. Remember these things, because that's what's going on right now, the ushering in of the mark of the beast. Now, we can't, it's not over. Doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. Doesn't mean that we can't hold this back, but we are going to have to stand up. Pastors that didn't have enough courage to keep their churches open are going to have to have the courage to admit that they were wrong and repent. And it's time for the body of Christ to be re-energized and refilled with power. And that will only happen with repentance, not simply opening up your churches. Where are we going right now? Listen to this. I'm talking about vaccines right now. We're launching right into vaccines tonight. Some of you may have seen this. Some of you may have not, but project Veritas has put out the James O'Keefe has put out another, another video undercover here. Now this, the video that you'll see is actually at a federal government institution. I believe it's on an Indian reservation. So all these videos that you see are actual federal employees. And I want you to see how they treat their patients and how they talk about the vaccinations and how they talk about alternatives to the vaccinations. Play it for me. The government doesn't want to show that the darn vaccine is full of, is full of shit. Tell us about who this person is. Dr. Gonzalez is one of our emergency room doctors at Phoenix Indian Medical Center. And she's a federal employee? Correct. And now you got this guy in room four who got his second dose of vaccine mm -hmm. um, on Tuesday, has been short of breath. And he's got brown myocarditis. Yes! Oh, this is bullshit. I, and and now, let's see. Probably myocarditis due to the vaccine. Right. But now they're not going to blame the vaccine. Well, and you know what? But he has an obligation to report that, doesn't he? They are not reporting. Right. Because they want to shove it under the, yeah. under the, 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 the mat. What patient was she referring to? She was uh, referring to that patient, that 30-something-year-old patient that had congestive heart congestive failure. Congestive heart failure. And in that particular patient's case, it was not reported. No. May I see your badges? You're Jody O'Malley of the Department of Health and Human Services. This is a United States government identification. I'm looking at the CDC website. It says 
that you are required to report adverse events following vaccinations. One of those would be uh, congestive heart failure. That's a huge one. Were there other instances that they, they didn't report? Oh, I've seen dozens of people come in with an adverse reaction. Yeah, it's really sad. She had just come back from surgery, from leave. So what are we looking at here? You're looking at me transferring her um, to uh, a higher level of care that could handle her condition. And this is a, col a colleague at your hospital who got sick. She didn't want to take it because of her religious beliefs. And she was coerced into taking it. Why are you choosing to blow the whistle? It's not what a lot of people would do. They're scared, they're afraid. Are you afraid? I wouldn't necessarily say I'm afraid because my faith lies in God and not man. This is evil at the, the highest level. You have the FDA, you have the CDC, that are both supposed to be protecting us. Are you afraid they're gonna retaliate against you? Yeah. I'm a federal employee. What other federal employees do you see coming out? But you put your faith in God. Amen. You know, numerous reports are coming out right now. We got a couple more clips of that, so hang in there. Numerous reports are coming out right now that the VAERS report only shows about 10% of the adverse effects. Now, keep in mind, that we already have almost, it's just five deaths short of 15,000 COVID deaths. That's where, I mean, not COVID deaths, vaccine deaths, COVID-19, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, vaccine deaths, just shy, 14,995 vaccine deaths. And allegedly, only about 10% of the adverse effects are being reported to the various system the Vaccine Adverse Effects Report, which is run by the CDC. The Thomas Rents lawsuit, there's 11 veins that go into the CDC. I mean, that go into the VAERS report. Thomas Rents in his federal lawsuit in which he has a federal whistleblower is alleging that one other vein, one out of, an, one out of the 11, only one of them has an additional 45,000 vaccine deaths on it. But we for sure... Because even the CDC has recognized that they have 15,000. Do you know how they stopped the swine flu vaccine? They stopped it after two deaths. We have 15,000, 15,000 COVID-19, Pfizer, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson deaths. And it's still going strong. And everybody is saying, well, at the federal level, everybody is saying, take the vaccine. Also, if you saw it on the video there, there was an employee being rolled into advanced care. That employee died after she was coerced into taking the vaccine. Let's go to the second video. Play it for me. Were there other instances that they, they didn't report? Oh, I've seen dozens of people come in with an adverse reaction. It's a shame they're not treating people. I know. Like they're supposed to, like they should. And I think they want people to die. And how many have you seen that have gotten vaccinated here? That have sick and yeah. side effects? A lot. A lot. Have you seen it too? Yeah. yeah. So and I'm like, who's, who's writing the VAERS report? Nobody, because it takes over a half an hour to write the damn thing. Why? The CDC website, it says that you're required to report adverse events following vaccinations. Is there a policy at the hospital for reporting these complications? No. There has never been any 
directive sent out on reporting. What the responsibility on everyone is, is to gather that data and report it. And if we're not gathering that data and reporting it, then how are we going to say that this is safe and approved for use? How come after 18 months we haven't had any it's, research? Isn't that fishy to you? It doesn't. It, does. it, it doesn't. It's super it, fishy. It's not that it hasn't been done. It hasn't been published. That's it hasn't all. probably uh, been done because the, the government doesn't want to show that the darn vaccine is full of, it's full of shit. What is there you go. A lot of side effects. They both both nurses were talking back and forth. Lots of side effects. Why have they not been reported? Remember, only about 10% of vaccine. Keep this in mind now. If there's 15,000 deaths and only 10% of those deaths, just using deaths, I'm not using myocarditis or pericarditis or anything else or blood clotting. I'm strictly talking deaths here. The CDC has admitted that there's been 15,000 COVID jab deaths. How many would it be if that's only 10%? 150,000, which are many, which by the way, in the, in the FDA hearing where they, where they decided 16 to two to not license the FISA, the FISA booster, the Moderna booster. One of the speakers at the FDA hearing actually said that he said that the, that the, the, Calculus behind the VAERS report is revealing the percentages and all the calculus behind it is revealing that there really is 150,000 COVID death jab deaths. That's what that's the speaker at the FDA hearing. That means somebody they approved to go in when they did not. Remember now, the FDA did not approve the boosters. Now, what's interesting is just on a side note, when it comes to the FDA, when they approved Comerity, which is not available for, for public use, there is no available for public use FDA-approved vaccine. Remember that. The one that's approved is Comerity, and Comerity is not available. So nobody should even be leaving the military. You should be saying this. What is it that you're injecting me with? If it is not Comerity, you are not allowed to inject me because under my military contract, every vaccine has to be FDA approved. The one that they are pumping into the military arms of 18 to 40 year olds is Moderna or Pfizer. That's it. And and Comerity, they'll tell you, is the Pfizer vaccine. It is not. It is the BioNTech Pfizer vaccine, and it is different than the one that is publicly available. So they, but here's the thing. When they approved Comerity, which is a Potomac two-step in and of itself, when they approved it, normally what the FDA has is an open hearing. When they have, they have experts come in all from all around the globe, all around the United States, experts come in and they give their opinions, just like you saw on the videos that I showed on Saturday night. And maybe that you've seen on social media, they basically put out all eight hours of the FDA meeting that decided to not license the boosters. So they had an open hearing, lots of people coming in, talking about the adverse effects of these vaccines, including uh, 15,000 deaths. And another uh, speaker alleging 150,000 deaths. But when they actually licensed, approved Comerity, again, no good for public use. However, when they did, do you know that the hearing was not open? First time in FDA history, for a vaccine approval hearing. It was not open, it was closed. They didn't have any speakers come in. Strange how that works, isn't it? Very, very strange. 
Right, let's go to the third Veritas video. Play it for me. Why are you choosing to blow the whistle? It's not what a lot of people would do. They're scared, they're afraid. What prompted me to do this was when I was house supervisor one night and one of my co-workers had taken the vaccine and she didn't want to. She had went throughout this entire pandemic working in the intensive care unit. It pretty much was a COVID unit. Yeah, it's really sad. She had just come back from surgery from leave two weeks ago, a little over two weeks, and then um, got her first dose of vaccine after surviving this entire pandemic. She didn't want to take it because of her religious beliefs, and she was coerced into taking it. Nobody should have to decide between their livelihood or take the vaccine. So why aren't they reporting all these adverse effects to the VAERS report? Because it takes 30 minutes to do it. They still should do it with 30 minutes per. If you're slammed, I, I'm not going to say that I understand it. You should be going and do your paperwork later if you have to do it. But you look at it, what happened there Look with her friend, the, the patient that they that they illustrated there. She had survived the entire COVID plague. Again, not, not a great feat of survival with a 99.9% .9 survivable virus. However, she's perfectly fine. This other healthcare worker, I'm assuming she's a nurse. So it's just for ease of conversation. Her friend, the nurse, survives the entire COVID pandemic until like last month, August, takes the first dose of either the Pfizer or the Moderna. She ends up in emergency surgery and dies. I think they said on 828. Strange how that works, isn't it? Play the last one for me. Trying it. Dr. Bakwa talked to you about prescribing ivermectin for not a lot of this facility. And so physicians can't um, prescribe off-label use medication here? Not for COVID. They did it with hydroxychloroquine and they it was really bad. And so they are not allowing it right now. I am, I am stuck. I am told you are absolutely not to use it under any circumstances whatsoever for somebody with COVID unless you don't want to have a job. I am not going to lose my job. Damn. They're going to lose their job. So the pharmacist, get this now, a doctor, an MD, a surgeon, whoever it may be, the doctor can prescribe ivermectin. The pharmacist will not put it out. The, the pharmacist will not put out the prescription. It can be prescribed by the doctor, but the pharmacist said right there, because I do not want to lose my job, I will not prescribe a medication. I will not fill the prescription so that she does not lose her job. She talks and lies about hydroxychloroquine, saying that it went bad. Both ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine improve somebody's survival rate of COVID-19 by at least 70%, by at least 70%, along with Regeneron. And it is forbade in that hospital. That is a federally run, federally funded hospital, and it is forbade. In a doctor, this is what is going on right now. We need to understand the demonic levels that we are at right now. This is the first time in history. Please go and follow, follow Robert W. Malone, the inventor of mRNA technology. Follow him. Follow Simone Gold. Follow these people. This is the first time in medical history that a doctor prescribes medication and it is halted at the pharmacist's office. The pharmacist can refuse to do it with federal backing.
That is where we're at right now. We cannot stand for this. All of these people need to be held accountable for all of these things. I have a list if I can, I'll get to it tonight. But there are many things that all of these people need to be held accountable for. Just as an example, Anthony Fauci committing perjury, who knows how many times on the House and Senate floor. That does not, listen to me, Republicans that get elected to Congress in 2022, and all of you that are going to be voting, which I know is the people that I'm talking to right now, they need to be held accountable for all of this. Federal authorities right now have cordoned off all monoclonal therapies, Regeneron, cordoned them off for what they call equity reasons from Jen Psaki, the mouthpiece of Joe Biden, for equity reasons. What happened? So you have you have Florida curing 70, 60, 70, 80% of their patients through Regeneron because the, the Joe Biden way, the Anthony Fauci way, the NIH way, the CDC way of treating COVID is you walk into an emergency room, they see, well, you're not that sick yet. Come back when you're real sick. That's what they do. Now, the Ron DeSantis way is to put the person on Regeneron and it ups their survival rate 60, 70, 80%. Well, Joe Biden couldn't have that. He he could not have that. So he said, you know, and, and you have to go the Fauci Biden way. The Fauci Biden way is you get vaccinated, you die of uh, cerebral or capillary blood clotting, you die, you die because you no longer have an immune system, or you get vaccinated. And all the vaccination is, is an oath of allegiance to the new world order. That's all that it is. An oath of, of allegiance to the new tyrannical medical authority. That's all that it is. That's what a mask is too. The mask is the, is the, is the rosary beads and the death jab is communion for the new world order. That's what it is. So you have to go the Fauci way or they'll cut off, they'll cut off your Regeneron. If you're not going to push vaccines, if you're not going to mandate vaccines, if you're not going to mandate vaccine passport, pass, uh, vaccine passports or the mark of the beast, then you're, you won't get your monoclonal therapies, your Regeneron therapies. So Biden cordons them all off and says we're going to spread them around the country in an equitable way because Texas and Florida are using too many of them. Well, that's where the sickness is at the moment. Where do you think it's going to be in October, by the way? When everybody up north starts to head indoors because everybody everybody in Florida is indoors right now because it's hot. Everybody in Florida starts going outdoors in October because it's cool. Everybody up north starts going indoors because it's cold. And 78% of all COVID cases are caught in one's own home. So there's going to be spikes in New York, spikes in New Jersey, just like any other cold and flu season, still a 99.9% survival virus. So what Biden's grand plan is, is to hold all the monoclonal therapies in states where they're not being used. And he cut Florida's supply in half, cut Florida's supply in half, where all the people need. He is killing people in the state of Florida right now, right at this very moment, Joe Biden kills 
10 people with a drone strike. He's killing who knows how 13 of our soldiers because he's so inept when they were warned hours in advance that there was going to be a bomb blast at the Abbey Gate. So he kills 13 of our soldiers, kills 13 civilians in Afghanistan, seven of which are children. And now he's killing multiple people in Florida because he's held back their Regeneron. Because you have to go the Fauci way. The Fauci way is get the death jab, go to the hospital, you get real sick, they fill your lungs full of remdesivir and they COVID kill you. That's what it's about. Understand it. That's their plan. These, you cannot be somebody who is absolutely fine with pulling a baby out of the mother's womb. And by the way, the Democrats right now are trying to pass a bill where you can have an abortion all the way up to the moment of birth, federally. You, if you ever, I mean, look at, just do yourself a favor and look at the, the new, uh, what's it called, the real good uh, photography, Aaron, like HD, uh, 4H, 4K. 4K, 4K photography of babies in the womb right now. And they're absolutely, Aaron, if you can find me one, that'd be great. If you look at those photos now, you cannot be somebody who cares about human beings. And it's absolutely fine with pulling out a baby piece by bloody piece out of the mother's womb. There you go, right there. Joe Biden is absolutely fine with killing 60 million of these babies Every year, worldwide, 60 million babies worldwide, 2 million in the United States alone every year. Since the beginning of COVID-19, approximately 18 months ago, there have allegedly been 3 to 4 million people worldwide who have died of COVID out of 8 billion. 300 million people have starved to death because of the lockdowns, because when the first world locks down, the third world doesn't eat. So credit Joe Biden and the, and the WEH, Klaus Schwab, Angela Merkel, Xi Jinping, Boris Johnson. They're wonderful. They're treating COVID like it's the bubonic plague, which is it, which it is not. It is, it is a flu bug all the way up to the age of 60. And it's slightly worse if you're 70 or above than the flu is. It's actually less virulent than the flu for anybody zero to 20 years of age, identical to the flu for people that are 40 to 60. Slightly less virulent than the flu from 20 to 40. I mean, that's that's the actual stats from these people. But because they treated it like the bubonic plague, so, so far, they've killed, they've caused, caused 300 million. That was back in May, so who knows how many it is now. And that's a UN statistic that because of the COVID response, not COVID-19, these people have not died of COVID-19. They died of starvation, most of them children. 300 million people in the third world have died of starvation because of the COVID response. So there's 300 million. How many abortions have you had since the beginning of COVID? 90 million. 90, so that's almost 400 million people dead. Look, look at this now. 400, back to me, 400 million people dead while these idiots talk about the death count in America. Allegedly, allegedly being 675,000 people. Allegedly, very allegedly on that. Where we know the CDC statistics are that 20,779 have actually died exclusively of COVID of that 675,000. With lots of those 675,000 being gunshot wounds, car crashes, and lightning strikes. 
So you need to think about that. These people that are allegedly purveyors of life, they're going to save lives. They call you a barbarian. They say they say that you're a threat. I'm a threat for what? Threat for what? If I'm allegedly carrying COVID, I'm a threat. I'm a, so anybody who comes into contact with me catches the virus. 70, 76% of people who catch the virus never know they have it. I think if you're aborted, you know you're aborted. I think if you starve to death, you know you're starved to death. And you know what? You know what the odds of surviving starving to death is? Zero. You know what the odds of surviving an abortion are? Statistically, zero. Of course, if you do survive, you got Ralph Northam who will kill you after you survive it. Or Barack Hussein Obama who voted to kill babies if they survived abortions too in the state of Illinois. That's who these people are, these alleged life savers. They're exactly the opposite. They are John 8, 44 and 45 people. They are of their father, the devil, who was a murderer from the beginning. They are liars. Their father is the father of lies whose native language is lying. That's who these people are. All right, let's go to the next one. Fox News. NIH director calls on eligible students to get vaccinated as Pfizer submits application for kids under 12. What are the odds if a kid catches Corona versus the flu? What, what, are the, what are the statistics? A child from zero to 17 years of age is seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than COVID. So why are they trying to vaccinate kids under the age of 12? Post-infection survival rate for a child who is 12 or under, actually 17 or under, but for simplicity of conversation, since we're talking about vaccinating anybody over the age of 12, or, and, and they're trying to get it 5 to 12 is what they're trying to get, their odds of surviving COVID are not, a post-infection survival rate for a 12-year-old, a 5-year-old, a 3-year-old, a 1-year-old is 99.997%. So it can't be about health. All of these people talking, it's about health. All the pastors that close their churches, well, the experts are looking out for my health. Explain the health there. It's a 99.997% survivable virus post-infection. Why would you get a vaccine for that? And for everybody else from zero to 50, when it's 99.98% survival, why are you getting a vaccine? You never got a flu vaccine before, and your odds are worse with the flu than they are with COVID. It can't be science. So here's the thing. So you have the NIH director calling Francis Collins, calling for mass vaccinations of people now 12, even 12 or under. So why would he be doing that? This video explains it. Play it for me. It's very. Well, we have a complicated system, don't we, David, when it comes to intellectual property. One of the vaccines, the one that's furthest along, was started actually at the federal government and our own vaccine research center at NIH, and then worked with a biotechnology company called Moderna to get to where we are now with very impressive phase one results and getting ready to go into a large-scale trial as early as July. That one, of course, we do. So you just heard Francis Collins say, this is, this is Anthony Fauci's boss, head of the NIH, National Institutes of Health, who, by the way, the National Institutes of Health Bioethics Board is who approves vaccines. Who's the head of their bioethics board? Anthony Fauci's wife. Facts. That's the truth. So he just said that the NIH partnered with Moderna. 
So you have the federal government in a financial agreement with Moderna, and now you have the federal government pushing the Moderna vaccination. The NIH and the CDC are not government entities. They are actually a bunch of free agent scientists that hold multiple patents on multiple aspects of all of these vaccines, whether they're COVID or not. They, listen, a vaccine is not one patent. A vaccine's like 30 patents. And all of these scientists, they have a financial interest. Maybe even Francis Collins, as he just said it, he just said it, that the NIH, the National Institute of Health, Health and Moderna, partnered in the developing of this vaccination. They have, they both have financial interests. There are scientists in the NIH, I guarantee you, that hold patents for both the Pfizer and the Moderna and the Johnson & Johnson vaccination. And now these same people that could financially profit from its sales, Pfizer, who is about to go out of business before COVID, again, strange how that works, now is making billions upon billions upon billions of dollars. And these scientists benefit from it and they're all pushing the same vaccination. Strange how that works, isn't it? All right, Christina uh, Pushaw uh, tweet. This is a spokesperson. This is the spokesperson for Governor Ron DeSantis. Per Governor DeSantis, of the thousands of patients who have been treated with monoclonal antibodies at the state-run treatment site in Miami, almost 60% have been vaccinated. Woo, strange, isn't it? 60%. You will hear all the time that this is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. You're not in great shape when you're getting Regeneron, monoclonal therapies. You are not in great shape. 60%, 60% of those patients were fully vaccinated people. And were, and here's, here's the uh, irony of it all is that Joe Biden... These people were even, they were religious observers of the Biden theology. They had gotten their, they had gone to their communion, which is the double jab. I'm sure they wear their rosary beads, which is the mask. And they still need a monoclonal therapies that now Joe Biden is holding back from them. He doesn't even care about his own flock. He doesn't even care because with these baby butchering monsters, it doesn't matter whether you're part of their flock or not. You know how they think of their flock? They think of their flock the same way Jim Jones thought of his flock. All right, let's go to the next one. Oh, that's a video. This is a, a Papa Moo video. Now this, you've got to pay attention. I'll read the numbers back to you. But listen to the very end. It's a very short video. Listen to the very end of this. This is in New South Wales, Australia. Listen to who is hospitalized with COVID. Play it for me. 141 people are in hospital with COVID at present and 43 are in intensive care, 18 of whom require ventilation. So this is a very serious disease. Of those 141, 60 um, are under the age of 55 and 28 under the age of 35. And of the 43 people in intensive care, uh, one is in their teens, seven are in their 20s, three are in their 30s, 14 are in their 50s and 12 are in their 60s and 6 are in their 70s. So this is affecting people of all ages with very serious disease. All but one um, are vaccinated. One person has just received one dose of vaccine. All but one um, 
a vaccinated one person has just received one dose of vaccine. All one um, a vaccinated one person has just received one dose of vaccine. First of all, let's break this down. How stupid is this? This is a news conference now. It's a leading health official in New South Wales, Australia, right? So let's break down how stupid this is. Uh, Tom, you're a pastor. You shouldn't use the word stupid. I'm using it. I don't care what anybody says. I also say caboose, crap, all my Christian cuss words. If I get really mad, it's bull crap, things like that. So anyway, let's look at the absurdity of this. This is a news conference. You know what he said? This is a very serious illness, he says, right? So Aaron looked up for him. My producer looked up how many people live in New South Wales. We're having a news conference now, right? This is a news conference. This is just from a couple, this is from two, three days ago. I'm spitting all over the place. So a couple days ago, how many people live in New South Wales? Eight million people. And you are having a news conference that there are 141 people in the hospital. And you close your church or your business because idiots like this, they're so stupid. They're so ridiculous that they're having a news conference. I want you to think about that. These aren't 141 deaths. These are 141 people in the hospital, way less than half, a third of them, only a third of them are even in a life-threatening sort of situation where they're in ICU, where it's 90% of the people that go into ICU survive too, by the way. Actually, it's 95%. So you have 141 hospitalizations, not deaths, out of 8 million people and you have a news conference? How many people had a heart attack in New South Wales that day? Was there a news, was there a news conference for that poor schmo? Nothing. So you, do you see how this is? I'm trying to listen. I know that I'm preaching to the choir right now. I know that I'm preaching to patriots, constitutional lovers, Bible thumpers. It's Bible, Constitution. That's the way you see life. That's the way I see life. I know that. But there's one or two people out there that will stumble onto this podcast. And I want you to see, because you think you're a lifesaver. You think you're full of virtue. You think that you are holding back the bubonic plague. There is 8 million people in New South Wales. It's no different in the United States, but just using them as an example. 8 million people, 141 of them in the hospital. And there's a news conference. 43 out of the 141 are in ICU. And this guy says this is a very serious illness in comparison to what? Certainly isn't, it certainly is not serious in comparison to heart disease or cancer. There's no news conferences there. Is there? Nothing, right? So let's break down the numbers. He said, in ICU, there's 43 people. Six in their 70s, 12 in their 60s, four in their 50s, three in their 30s, two in their 20s, I mean, seven in their 20s, one is one and one teenager. Now, who is in out of all of that's just the 43 in ICU. So out of the 141 people out of 8 million that are in the hospital in New South Wales, which is now a complete and total police state where they are building three COVID detention centers, facts absolutely true pull it up they're very proud of it they have it on their own websites they're claiming that it's going to bring economic prosperity to the area to force people into covid camps in covid internment camps that's that's never been tried in history where well, that didn't go well 
So anyway, so out of the 141 people that are in the hospital in New South Wales, out of 8 million, 140 of them are vaccinated. 139 of the 141 are double jabbed, fully vaccinated. 139 out of their 141 hospitalizations are fully vaccinated people. You know what we call that on the Tom Lipley podcast? Facts. That's the truth. 139 out of 141 are double jabbed. Johnson and Johnson, Moderna, Pfizer, whatever, AstraZeneca, whatever it is that they have, double jabbed, and they're in the hospital. So the, and then they tell you that it's a pandemic of the unvaccinated. The unvaccinated don't want to be in the room with me. These are the sick people. 139 out of 41. This is absolute fact. He just said it. And that same clown will then turn around and tell you to be vaccinated, just like Chris Rock. Chris Rock, you know, the comedian actor, he's out there. Everybody, this is, this is a nightmare. I got COVID. It's horrible. You need to get vaccinated. He's already double jabbed. And he's having a horrible response to the virus. Do you know why all these people are hospitalized? By the way, this is all going to come out in the next zero to seven years. It's going to come out because their immune system is gone. It's gone. That's what it causes. That's what it causes. There, Aaron just told me 151 heart attacks daily in New South Wales. Where's the news conference? Where is it? This isn't even daily. This is not 141 daily. This is 141 for the week or for the month. So they need to be up at what's that? What's that per week? Is it be 300 every two days? So 600 plus another two plus another 900 be basically a thousand heart attacks a week in new south wales a thousand heart attacks a week in new south wales where's the news conference so there must be something else behind all of this than a health issue if the data does not line up with the threat the bubonic plague of 141 people out of 8 million and everybody in the, I mean, statistically, it's everyone. 139 out of 141 hospitalized patients, which lines right up with Israel, by the way. 95% of Israel's severe COVID hospitalized cases are fully vaxxed patients because their immune system is gone. It's only going to get worse. Do not take the vaccine if you have. If you have, send me something on Messenger. Say it, what, I'll pray over you. Send something tonight. We'll pray over you before we close. I'll be glad to pray. You know, I, I honestly feel that sense this in my spirit, that God's going to lead me into a ministry of praying over the vaccinated. I've sensed it in my spirit. And I'm going, listen, I will pray because I want to get that garbage leached out of your system. Turn from abiding with these liars and baby butchers. Don't go with the Ted Cruz's of the world, the Ben Shapiro's of the world, who are good conservative people, who I'm a fan of, both of them. But both of them are proudly going, well, I'm vaccinated. My family's vaccinated. My parents are vaccinated. And then they speak out against vaccine passports. They speak out about masking against it. They speak out against lockdowns. And then they take the vaccine of the people who advocate for all the things they hate. Tell me how that makes sense to anybody. I will never understand it. All right, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris bailed out Antifa tweet. This means a lot coming from Carmine Sabia, 
who has been a vaccine advocate. Carmine is a big vaccine advocate, but he writes on the bottom, my brother is having half his foot amputated. I will bet you right now that his brother has never had a blood clot in his life. How much do you want to bet? How much do you want to bet he's never had a blood clot in his life? He writes, my brother is having half his foot amputated from blood clots. They say he got from a minor case of COVID because the vaccine causes two things, capillary blood clotting, and a suppressed or eliminated immune system, which is why all the hospitals are filled with vaccinated people. Well, that's not what's happening in the United States. They're lying. It's happening everywhere else. Scotland's more than half of their COVID deaths, most of their COVID deaths, almost all of their hospitalizations in Scotland are fully vaxxed people. Same thing in England, same thing in Israel. That's the facts. That's what's really happening. All right, so here we go. After uh, where are we at? Blood clots. They say he got from a minor case of COVID after being vaccinated two times. So he gets vaccinated, and suddenly, probably, if I was to guess, for the first time in his life, got blood clots. Strange how that would occur. How much do you want to bet? I'm not. I don't know that, but how much do you want to bet that's true? That it was probably the first time in his life. You want me to read that, Aaron? This project Veritas at COVID Vax exposed video is terrifying. That's the one we just showed. So there you go. All right, let's look at the VARES report. Here's the latest in the VARES. You can just play it. Just mute it, Aaron. You don't need the music. I just want you to see it scrolling. There we go. Here's the numbers. There's deaths. 14,000. I actually got it wrong. I said 995. 14,925 vaccine deaths. That thing should play. There we go. 60,000 hospitalizations. 80,000 urgent care. 8,100 Bell's palsy. 5,000 what's that anaphylaxis 110,000 doctor office visits miscarriages 1800 heart attacks 6600 myocarditis 5700 uh let's get get, see if you guys can get it to scroll back up for me so there you go thank you freeze it right there 19,210 this is as of two days ago 19 actually it's yeah, today's Tuesday. This came out right before the weekend, so four or five days ago. 19,210 permanently disabled, 8,100 shingles, 28,000 severe allergic reactions, 15,000 life-threatening, 3,000 thrombosis. Now, here's the thing. Remember this. Rumor has it, really, by it's from accurate sources that this is about 10% of what is really had, what is really going on. And we just saw the video from James O'Keefe and Project Veritas inside of a hospital where the nurses are going back and forth about how they don't report to the VAERS system. A doctor put in there that they had a myocarditis case. And they said, you know what, we're not going to not report it to the VAERS system because it takes 30 minutes to do it. That's what the nurse said. You have a case of myocarditis and they're not going to replace the heart. The heart is three to five times larger than it's supposed to be. Doesn't get reported. So what's the real bears numbers? What are the real ones? We know the CDC. You could, you could substitute CDC with CCP. That would actually be more accurate. Let's go to the next one. So we got uh, Raphael Sione tweet. Amazing analysis. You can see that the booster increase uh, we can see that the booster increases the death rate at early at early stage. If you look on data, I hate when people don't write proper grammar, then it sticks me in the show. You, if you look at the data at, at of Santo, as we see the same issue by different approach, the increase is mainly for those who got infected at first week of the booster. Go to the graph for me. 
There you go. Now, here we go. Look at the lines now. Look at the lines. Death. No, put it. Yeah, thank you, guys. Death rate among COVID-19 severe cases by vaccination status in Israel. Well, let's look. Now, this is very plain, right? Very plain. Death rate among death rate. Very simple. Sad, but simple. Death rate among COVID-19 severe cases by vaccination status in Israel. So we have the green line are the unvaccinated. Um, you know what that's that you know what that indicates? That's a big whoops, everybody. Whoops. Look at the green line. Take a look. Unvaccinated, 2.4%. Vaccinated with booster shot is the red. So basically, you know, looks like roughly the same numbers. Vaccinate, uh, actually, vac- uh, un- oh, unvaccinated green. Red is vaccinated without the booster shot. Now, if you really want to die, get the vaccination with the booster shot, which is the blue line. Do you know what all of these things are? This is facts. Joe, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Anthony Fauci and the NIH, they are liars. These stats will come out in the United States. They will come out. I know that doctors come out with their, like, their surgical masks on saying, you know, we're in there trying to save lives. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Then why is it that every country is reporting the opposite except the United States? Do you know how corrupt we are here that we are the only ones on the planet who classify COVID deaths the way that we do? We classify COVID deaths as somebody who dies with COVID. So they could die in a three-car car crash, their head cut off, if they test positive, which ambulance drivers have testified of being forced to go to the hospital with a dead body for a blood draw. This happened in Minnesota. Go to This is testified to on the Senate floor by Dr. Jensen, who's running for governor of Minnesota, that the, hospital, that the ambulance drivers were forced to go to the hospital, it became hospital policy, that they had a dead guy in the ambulance from a car crash, goes to the hospital for a blood draw, test positive for COVID, COVID death. That is going on. We are the only people in the world that do that. That's why we allegedly have 675, 78 COVID COVID deaths, 678,000 COVID deaths. We're the only ones that report COVID deaths that way where somebody dies with COVID. Or it doesn't even have to be with COVID. It can be the presumption of a doctor that says, I presume he has COVID. So on the death certificate, COVID is put down. We're the only ones in the world that do that. We are it. It's so corrupt here. But these stats will come out. All right, Don Wolt tweet. UK, here we go again. I'm telling you, it's just true. Here's all the truth. We've covered Australia. We're Australia, uh, how many? How many? 139. New South Wales, 139. Out of 141 hospitalizations, we're fully vaxxed people. Where did we just go a second ago? Israel. So we covered Israel. Now we'll go to the UK. UK COVID, COVID-19 infection rates remain as high or higher among the fully vaxxed in all age cohorts greater than 40. They're lower in younger cohorts, but still significant. Both vaccinated and unvaccinated get infected. And in most age cohorts, the vaxxed, the vaxxed more so. So vaccine passports are pointless. Look at the numbers. 
They're right there. You can pull, you put it, you put it on the big screen one more time. There they are. Just take a look at it. You can read that for yourself. Just take a screenshot of it because it would take too long to go over. But basically from center left over is everybody over the age of 40. And every one of them is more likely to be hospitalized of COVID when they are double jabbed. Facts. It's the truth. 64% of the UK's COVID deaths since January, and you need to remember something. In January, in February, and part of March, hardly anybody was vaccinated. So think about how stinted these numbers are. Think about it. Because nobody is being vaccinated. So your control group, the group that you're looking at, your Petri dish that you're looking at, a lot of the people there aren't even vaxxed yet. And even amongst that group, 64%, that'd be like 100 people and only about... 24 of them had been back had been uh, vaccinated and of that 24 they made up 64 percent of all all the deaths in that group think about it now where you have great britain the united states at 50 somewhere between 50 and 70 percent vaccinated what are the numbers going to look like when if they put them out in in truth and transparency which you never know now let's go to the next one chuck cholesterol tweet Breaking report, Ohio Rep. Democrat Tim Ryan becomes the 11th fully vaccinated member of Congress to test positive for COVID-19. You know why? Because his immune system is compromised and it's very easy to catch COVID now. The vaccines do nothing. I love, I, I, I should have put this, I should have made a copy of this tweet because I'll probably butcher it. But when you have the protected asking the unprotected to protect them using the vaccine they don't even trust in. That's the Democratic Party. All right, John Solomon tweet. Big brother or convenience, Virginia introduces QR codes. Here we go. Causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. Well, Tom, you know what? They're not, they're not talking about putting a right, you know, mark on their forehead or on their right hand. No, QR code? I mean, how, long, how big of a leap do you think it's going to be? Because we've gone now. I, does everybody remember? As I remember, I went to visit my mother for Christmas in December of 2019. Haven't seen her since because she's all into COVID. Haven't seen her since. Do you remember what life was like then? In that little leap, we're about, we're a few months from two years from there. It took us about 18 months, 18 months to get from having, not having to have vaccine passports with QR codes to now having to have them. The entire European Union and the entire nation of Israel it's going to be the entire nation of Canada if you guys don't wake up. The largest city in America, you can't buy, sell, trade, or travel without your vaccine passport. It only took us 18 months to get to that place. What you got? You want to put that up? Okay. So that's what it only took us 18 months. So how long do you think it's going to take for us to get to it being on your right hand or on your forehead? Now, here's the thing. It never has to happen in your lifetime. No one knows about the day or hour, not even the angels in heaven, nor the son, but only the father. So it doesn't have to happen in your lifetime. If you, but the thing is, if you're a Christian and you're watching this right now and you have in any way, shape or form caved to COVID pressure, you need to repent. If you're a pastor, you need to publicly repent. Simply opening up your church does not count if you're a Christian leader. If you're somebody who simply attends the church, fine. But if you're a pastor who closed your church, I don't care whether it's for a day, a week, a month, a year. I don't care what it was. 
minister, anybody, if you're, if you're a leader of a ministry, you need to publicly repent. If my people who are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Was it wicked for me to put on a mask? Absolutely was wicked. Was it wicked for me to close my church? Absolutely was wicked. Who told you to do it? Sinners and reprobates and baby butchers. So what a mask does what, you know, the mask is a lie, but you put it on for what reason? So people think you're virtuous or so people aren't offended by you. You don't think that's evil. Look at where we're at right now. So you have John Solomon's report, big brother or convenience. Virginia introduces QR codes to verify COVID-19 vaccination. Here's the article. It's from just the news and John Solomon. This is in the entire article. I'm reading a snippet of it. A person can obtain his or her unique QR code. If this doesn't rip it, why does this not cause worldwide revival right now? I just want to remind everybody, like and share this video. If you can, transfer over to TomLifely.com because who knows what's going to happen with social media. TomLifely.com. Make sure that you have a Getter account. Make sure that you have a Rumble account. Make sure that you have a Gab account. And let me speak to Gab and Getter right now. You guys have got to enable us to go live. You got to do it. You've got to enable us to go live on Gab and Getter. Come on. I love you guys. You're fantastic, but you work, work, work until we can go live there. You'll never be silenced on those. Can't be silenced on my own website. I've already been banned. My church has been banned for life from YouTube. I'm currently banned myself from YouTube. But you know why I got banned from YouTube? Because I talked about ivermectin. Banned. They went back. They found a sermon that I preached to ban the church. They found a sermon that I preached a month prior to the banning to ban me from YouTube for the rest, for, for the rest of the church's life. But John Solomon writes, a person can obtain his or her unique QR code on the Vaccinate Virginia website. How this doesn't absolutely rivet the souls of born-again believers, I will never know. Where are all the pastors preaching about the mark of the beast? Instead of your best life now. Instead of, you know, summer playlist. Instead of being a better you or honoring thy neighbor, or whatever stupid thing that you're preaching right now. Why are you not preaching about the mark of the beast? Look at what is happening. Shame on you. Virginia website and provide it as proof of vaccination needed by an employer, other uh, by an employer or other business. The system, which has been adopted by four other states was launched in response to growing vaccine mandates partially spurred on by President Joe Biden's announcement that he will require businesses with 100 or more workers to get every employee vaccinated or provide the unvaccinated with weekly COVID-19 testing. Again, remember, all of this is not for the Black Plague. All of this is for a virus with a 99.9% survivable uh, post-infection survival rate. 99.9% all of this. You have the press conference in New South Wales of 141 hospitalizations out of 8 million people. Does this not wake anybody up out there that this is a giant hoax? Yes, the virus exists. The response to it is a complete globalist, communist, World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab, CCP, ushering in of the Mark of the Beast, globalist takeover. That's what it's all about. 
It, the the science doesn't say that it's a that it's a giant threat. Even if you believe the worst of numbers, say that three three to four million people worldwide have died of something. How many people live on the planet? Eight billion. How many millions in a billion? A thousand. And three out of three out of one of those thousands, three have died of COVID nineteen. A thousand. Think about it. Think about it. How many? How many millions? I well, I was doing hundred thousand versus how many? How many millions are in a billion? One thousand. Think about that. Think about the odds of that. And they treat it like how many people died of the Black Plague in Europe? It depends on what what statistical sheets you read, but it's fifty to seventy five percent of the population died of the plague not those infected of the entire population yes those were the people infected you know you know what the survival rate was zero not 99.9 percent it is an absolute globalist hoax all right rumble video mrna covid vaccine get this now i want you to see how insidious this is this is not just this is not right when it's not a right wing this is a right wing show but this is not a right-wing news source. This is put, put out on mainstream media. Play it for me. Well, whether it was a mistake or whether it was on purpose, we don't know. But Dr. Jane Ruby reported that the influenza B shot was replaced with the COVID-19 shot. We speculated that that was going to happen. But that's not the only mix-up. That's not the only way that these globalists, whoever they are, is trying to get this COVID-19 death serum into your bloodstream. Deanna Lorraine is here. She is the author of the best-selling book, Taking Back America. You can find that at DeannaLorraine.com. So how else are they going to try to inject me without my knowledge? Well, you know that if they can't try to persuade you and you get the vaccine on your own, then they're going to try to strong arm you, blackmail and force you. And if that doesn't work and they can't force you, they will try to sneak it in without your knowledge. One way, like you just said, is that story where a teenage girl went to go get her annual flu shot and the nurse said, oh, whoopsie, we actually gave you a vaccine instead, a COVID vaccine. OK, so a big whoopsie there. And she acted like it was no big deal. Now what they're trying to do is sneak the COVID vaccine in your salads, right? So now they're trying to grow. I can't even believe we're talking about this right now. I can't believe this world we're living in, but they're trying to grow spinach and lettuce and other leafy greens with mRNA vaccine inside of those leaves so that you can just consume your salad and you can get your daily, uh, your, your yearly, or now it's about probably three times a year, COVID vaccine in your salad. Now, now notice the source there. Notice this was Health and Science Something Technology Magazine. That's not Alex Jones. That's not me. That's that's a, just a, a, I don't know if they're left leaning or I don't even want to, I don't want to say something that's not correct. But there's certainly not a right wing outlet. This 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 is who these people are. There there is no ambiguity. There is no more niceties with these people. I am not talking about violence in any way, shape, or form. But you know what? All the niceties need to end. It's just like that you see in every congressional hearing. I'd like to speak to my esteemed colleague from Connecticut. No more of that garbage. Your esteemed colleague from from Connecticut is of the devil. You know what? You can nod your head and be nice to the person, but enough with the niceties. These people are trying to inject mRNA vaccinations now into our food. 
facts. That's the truth. It really is. But again, I want to reiterate this to you. We are not alone. Put the Avi, Avi uh, Re- Yemeni tweet. Police threatening unarmed union pro- to protesters. What are the unarmed union protesters protesting? Vaccine mandates with violence if they refuse to disperse. Now, make sure that the volume's up on this, Aaron, because a lot of times we mute we mute protests because there's so many F-bombs in them. But you got to hear this. I actually wrote on my notes here. This is like a dystopian nightmare. This reminds me of movies that I've watched, you know, like Blade Runner 2049. Think about that when you're watching this play for me. This is a police public order warning. You have previously been directed to leave. Leave now or force may be used. No further warnings will be given. God bless those studs. God bless them. Stand up. Refuse. You've got to do it. Well, I might lose my job. Then lose it. Get saved and God will provide for you. Right out of Philippians chapter 4 verse 19. But my God shall supply all, I repeat, three letter word, all my need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. PND video. Protesters have attacked police cars in Melbourne. Play it for me. There you go. And people have had it. Listen, their lives are on the line. You have politicians who will listen. I'm going to bash both politicians and pastors right now. Politicians and pastors don't lose their jobs with lockdowns. Pastors sit there and they start a food pantry to feed the very hunger they caused by capitulating to these COVID tyrants. And politicians don't lose their jobs. These are all union workers. Their jobs are on the line. You either take the death jab or you lose your job. And we just did the statistics out of New South Wales. That's in Melbourne. I don't know how far they are apart, but it's the same country. 139 out of 141 hospitalizations in New South Wales where that protest, Australia, is taking place are fully vaccinated people. Gee, I wonder why the union workers don't want to take the vax when 139 out of 141 hospitalizations are fully vaccinated people in New South Wales. I wonder why they wouldn't. Strange, isn't it? Do not back down. You do not take this death jab ever. Uh, Let's go to the next one. Do you feel like you're in charge? I just love this video. Watch how these protesters stand up to this little tyrant. Play it for me. Hey, play the last like five seconds for me. Just listen. Yeah, back up. Yeah, right there. His play. <laughs> Aaron gets play. There you go. Technical difficulties. Here we go. Move! Move! Let him move! 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 Nah! 
I love it. I love it. Listen, I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. And let me just characterize how I feel about that video. I love that. I love that. You got that little tyrant with his little pepper ball machine gun. Point at move, move, move. No, you know what, pal? Go pound sand. Go pound sand, you little tyrant. Because guess who else doesn't lose their jobs? The little stormtroopers don't lose their jobs either. What's so funny about it, though, is eventually they will. And so will the politicians. Because you know how politicians get paid? They get paid, so do cops. They get paid through tax dollars, right? Well, if you close down all the businesses and all the people that work for the businesses and the businesses and the people that work for the businesses are the ones that actually pay your pay your salary. When all of them are closed, guess what, politicians? Guess what, cops? You don't have a job either. You're just maybe further down the rung from the hangman's noose, but you're on the rung. Just a little side piece. I threw a couple little Democratic Party things in here tonight. You're like, Tom, you're going to talk about the uh what, what do you got oh gosh I'm, I'm off i'm off let's do this first tucker carlson how many navy seals do we have in our country in our country how many do we have 2500 upwards two to three hundred seals are walking away two that's two to three hundred out of 2500 that's not to mention some of our most elite pilots that we have fighter bo- fighter pilots bomber pilots are walking away from the military I mean, you think about that. That's over. It's over ten percent of our of our seals are walking away from the military because of Joe Biden. And you know what, church? If you're a capitulating church, this is your fault. You're supposed to be what? Out of Matthew chapter five, starting in verse thirteen, running through verse sixteen. You are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill shall not be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but on a lampstand, and it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. You know, it's odd. Are you, is your light shining with your mask on and your church doors locked down? All of this started because of a capitulating church. Judgment begins at the house of God first. And now we got two to 300 of our SEALs walking away. Play Tucker for me. Hundreds, apparently, of Navy SEALs who will leave a force that's only about 2,500 men very soon over these COVID vaccine mandates, correct? That's absolutely right. And I want to say thank you on behalf of my clients for bringing this to the attention of the American people. We need their help. My clients are Christian men. They're men of faith. Their faith informs every decision that they make. And really what they need is more time. The way this is being rolled out to to my clients and many other members in the military is arbitrary. They're being given these really tight deadlines. They just don't have time to explore all the options and the rights. And the worst of it is they're being told, you're gonna go into a non-deployable status if you don't do this. And I think, and my clients strongly believe that is going to impact military readiness. I don't think it should surprise any of us that the Navy SEALs are first on the list to be targeted. It's an all-male force. I, I, you know, I don't know anything about their voting records or even if they vote, but they're exactly the kind of people, if you were planning to control the military for political purposes, you would want gone. Do they feel singled out? I know this is military-wide, but it seems like they're being pressed especially hard, especially early. 
It, I think that's accurate. I think my clients in particular, some of my clients are Navy SEALs. They are a very small part of a much larger group of Navy SEALs that feel, feel that way. I also have clients that are fighter pilots that feel like they've been forced into the same situation. These to my clients, these are arbitrary deadlines. They don't make sense and they're being given conflicting guidance across the military. And these men are not alone. My clients want the American people to know there are thousands of military members across the formation that feel the same way. And my clients as Christian men, informed by their faith, love their neighbor, they dedicate their lives, they sacrifice their lives to protect innocent life. That's what they're about. And they want this story brought to attention. They want help for the rest of the military. This isn't about them. They're quiet professionals, Tucker. That's what they do. My clients don't want to be famous. They don't want to have books written about them. They want to be able to do their job and serve this country. And they're willing to step out in front because of all the other military members that are. So, you know, that's an attorney that's representing thousands. Well, I don't know if he himself is representing, but thousands of military men, and I'm assuming women, are walking out. Just using the SEALs as an example, and Tucker brought up an interesting point. If you are trying to delegitimize your military and make your military simply a banana republic enforcement force for one political party, which the FBI already is, I'll get to them in a second, then the perfect people to start with are the SEALs. But again, they don't think this is going to come back to bite you in the rear end. Joe Biden and Democratic Party, when 10% or more of your SEALs force is gone, many, many pilots are leaving. You don't just replace these people. The training that goes in to those sorts of jobs, of course, to, to sum it up in one word, is immense. So you're not going to just simply replace those people. So what's going to happen when they're needed? Is it going to come and bite you in the rear end? Again, you're just further down the rung. The seer, the seal might be f closer to the hangman's noose because you have authority over him, but you also need him. And let me say this to all of us out there. I'm all of us. They need you. You don't need them. Do, what do you need Joe Biden for? Joe Biden needs you. What do, you, what do you need AOC for? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. What do you need her for? The elites need you. What's Ocasio-Cortez going to do? You know, if she doesn't have her Tesla, you build the Teslas. When she drives to at Starbucks, you serve her her coffee. When all of us are gone. And that means everybody. I'm not even just saying it like whether it's people who serve coffee or our brain surgeons. Doctors are leaving and nurses are leaving in droves too. 150 nurses alone in Houston have walked off the job. We're actually fired by one healthcare conglomerate because they refused the vax. And it's 40 to 60% of healthcare workers are not going to take the death jab. They need, they need you. We don't need them. What's Joe Biden ever done for you? What's a, what's, what's a senator ever done? What's Barack Hussein Obama or George Bush? What have the elites done for you or Klaus Schwab? Nothing. But they rely on you. They need plumbers. They need electricians. They need cops. We don't need them. And we need to start living that way. We don't need those people. They can take all of their recommendations, all of their vaccine passports, all of their advice, all of their mandates, and shove them up their own caboose sideways. That's how we need to treat them. Speaking of elite Goebbels Gestapo, last refuge tweet, FBI raids Beverly Hills area safe deposit boxes. Here's the FBI fighting crime said in safe deposit boxes, fishing for illegal contraband. 
then confiscate all contents saying owners need to prove contents are legal property. So they seize all the property and, and the onus to prove innocence or guilt goes to the person whose property they've seized. Not, not innocent until proven guilty, guilty until proven innocent. So you have to prove that you're innocent first. They, they, they took like $80 million worth of stuff out of those, out of those uh, safety deposit boxes. Here's the, here's the article from the conservative treehouse. You're like, Tom, why are you concentrating on this story? This isn't really like global news. It is global news because the FBI is freaking corrupt. They are corrupt. They are. I'm ta- I don't mean the leadership only. Christopher Ray is nothing but a hand puppet with Joe Biden's hand up his puppet chute. That's all that. That's all Christopher Ray is. And if it wasn't Joe Biden, it'd be any leading Democrat: Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, Adam Schiff. They are nothing more than the brown shirt Gestapo of the Democratic Party. They lied. They had the Pfizer, the the Pfizer warrants. They lied on. They lied in the Pfizer, the Pfizer court to get. Uh, you know, uh, search warrants list, to listen in on Trump's phone calls, all those things that did happen. The collusion hoax, hoax was the FBI. The insurrection hoax was the FBI. The Whitmer kidnapping hoax was the FBI. 12 out of the 18 suspects in the Whitmer uh, kidnapping hoax were FBI agents or informants. All right, so back to Beverly Hills. FBI raids Beverly Hills area safe deposit boxes. The story is almost unbelievable. This is from Conservative Treehouse. But unfortunately, it is very real. The FBI suspected a safe deposit box company named U.S. Private Vaults was was participating in money laundering. Okay, what's your evidence? They don't have any. The feds gained a search warrant with very specific limitations, which they abruptly violated. The FBI does nothing more than instigate people to commit crimes and then arrest them for the crimes that they instigated them to commit. To look at the legal contents of some boxes. However, the judge said no content could be removed unless the FBI specifically could prove the content was illegal. The feds ignored the search warrant. This is where we're at right now. Joe Biden does that regularly. You have the moratorium on evictions. The Supreme Court says it's illegal and Joe Biden just does it anyway. That's a banana Republic. And all of these people, Christopher Ray, Anthony Fauci, Joe Biden, all of them, Joe Biden and Hunter Biden with their very uh, questionable dealings overseas, all need to be brought up on investigations. Every last one of them do not fall for this in 2022. Well, let bygones be bygones, you know, you know, you know, that's over now. That's what they do all the time. Hillary Clinton, you need to go back to the collusion hoax with Hillary Clinton, fusion GPS, Christopher Steele. There is multiple, multiple felonies there that need to be prosecuted. I don't know what Durham's doing. Who knows? But they need to be prosecuted. Anthony Fauci needs to be prosecuted on multiple counts of perjury and probably numerous other things that he was doing. It's not just, well, you know what? We're in power now. We need to let bygones be bygones. No, that's how the Democrats. And see, if you do that with the Democrats, then they never pay the price. When they come into power, they're literal tyrants. Look at what is happening with our country right now. Absolute military debacle. Look at our southern border, which I probably won't get to tonight, but I'll get to it deep and down and dirty on Thursday. Look at our southern border. 
15,000 people living on the American side of the border under a bridge? Ever seen that? I've been here 53 years on this earth. I've never seen that before. So when you don't prosecute these people, when they do get into power, they feel like God. They can do whatever they want. And the Republicans, the Democrats are corrupt and evil. The Republicans are spineless cowards. I don't know which one's worse. We have to change that. So the feds ignored the search warrant parameters and just started busting open the boxes with no probable cause, confiscating $86 million in cash, $86 million, cash, jewelry, rare coins, and precious metals. When the owners went to court, the FBI said the contents smelled like marijuana. This is bold-faced, freaking lying under oath. That's just a throwdown. That's just a law enforcement bullcrap throwdown. Oh, they smell like in a safety deposit box? In the middle of a bank in Beverly Hills, what if people lighten up getting wide in the safety deposit box area? It's just a bull-faced lie. So the FBI says that the content smelled like marijuana. Ergo, the owners had to prove how they came into legal possession of their items. The issues are not resolved, but at least a few judges are rightly looking at this as a clear violation of the Fourth Amendment. Yeah, no kidding. That's the FBI. They do absolutely nothing. I mean, think about it. I'll just use Florida as an example. Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School, we had the shooting down there, multiple kids killed. The FBI knew about it. I'll use Florida again. Pulse, Pulse nightclub in Orlando. 30 plus people killed. FBI knew about that too. FBI knew at least two hijackers from 9-11 were living in the United States. One of them at a hotel funded by the FBI. Facts. All true. All true. That's who the FBI is. Absolutely useless to stop crime but absolutely perfect for the Democratic Party to prosecute and persecute their political enemies. That's all the FBI does. How many FBI informants were involved in 1-6? When's that going to come out? That needs to listen. The House gets the House is won by the Republicans in 2022. You need to get one man. Well, actually two men. Two men, Devin Nunez and Jim Jordan and put them in charge of investigating all of this stuff. Well, Tom, you know, we need to be instituting our, you know, our agenda. You can do both. You can do both along with going after Joe Biden, getting Joe Biden. Let, let him, let him go through what Donald Trump went through. Let him do it. You have to do it. Let's get, whether impeachment works or not, it doesn't matter. Joe Biden must be impeached must be impeached. Mark Milley needs to be investigated for treason. You, you, you call up your Chinese cohort and you say that if, if the United States attacks, I'll call you in advance. That cannot be forgotten, folks. It's, it, it seems like it's not that far away, but a year and a half is a long ways away. And I hope the Republicans, but I mean MAGA Republicans, take the House and Senate populist MAGA Republicans, I hope constitutional Republicans with a spine take the House and Senate. And when they do, Fauci needs to be investigated. Millie needs to be investigated. Go all the way back to the collusion hoax and Hillary needs to be investigated. All 30,000 deleted, subpoenaed email and emails and nothing. 
James Comey needs to be investigated. Andrew McCabe needs to be investigated for lying on their FISA warrants and lying to the FISA court. Perjury. That's a felony in the FISA court. All right, real quick on the border. What do we got? Okay, just a couple minutes. Real quick on the border. You've got to see that. I love this video montage right here. This is, I just love Peter Ducey. Okay, I just, I love Peter Ducey. Thank God that he's in the press corps. But here's a montage. Did I give you three clips of this here? Okay, thank you. All right, good. So here's Ducey versus uh, Jen Psaki. I'm going to let them run pretty much consecutively unless I just have to talk in between. But they're real short. Pay close attention to them. They're awesome. Play it for me. Go ahead. Thank you, Jen. Back to the drone strike. You said last month, our over-the-horizon capacity can work and has worked in going after ISIS targets and killing people who went after our troops. But you guys didn't kill people who went after our troops. You killed 10 civilians, including seven children. So does the president still think these over-the-horizon strikes can work? Absolutely. And I will just... A question about what's going on at the border. Is somebody asking the foreign nationals who are walking into Del Rio, Texas and setting up camps on this side of the border for proof of vaccination or a negative COVID test? Well, first of all, I can re- re- I can readdress for you or re talk you through what that steps the, we that take. That is the policy for people who fly into the country. So if somebody walks into the country right across the river, does somebody ask them to see their vaccination card. Well, let me explain to you again, Peter, how our process works. Global pandemic. Where's the vice president on any of this? Isn't she supposed to be addressing the root causes of migration? Absolutely. And she has been addressing the root causes of migration by working with countries in the region to ensure they have the assistance they need to reduce the number of people who. So you just have to love Peter Ducey. You know, you talk about your, your horizon, you know, their horizon perspective and all that well you didn't i love the way you put it because it's absolutely true you didn't kill isis t- kill isis fighters you killed 10 civilians including seven children that's that, that's what really happened at the border i love it at the border so explain to me the science and i, and I start again here's 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 my paradigm i start with the christians and then i go to the republicans then I go to the moderates, and then I go to the left-wingers. I want each and every one of you to explain to me the science behind. If you're an American, and you're over in London right now, doing a tour of London, and then you fly back, you either have to be vaccinated, and you have to be tested for COVID-19 for entry into the country. But, as Peter Ducey said, you can waltz right in across the Rio Grande River as a Haitian citizen untested unvaxxed unmasked nothing and by the way they're claiming that they're deporting all those people they're not deporting them they're deporting about 3,000 out of the 15,000 all single men all single women on flights back to Haiti and they haven't even been living in Haiti does everyone think that these people walked from Haiti Haiti shares an island with Puerto Rico you don't walk here. They've been, yeah, thank you guys. Put that up. There it is. That's Haiti. How did they get, and that's directly from Haiti to Del Rio, Texas. They haven't even been living there. And now what does Joe Biden do? Think about this lover of humanity, right? They've been living in Peru and Brazil, Costa Rica, places like that. That's where they've been living. Pretty good life, by the way. If you go and look at all those people, they're all well-fed. Pretty decent life, but obviously not an American lifestyle. So what does Joe Biden do? He doesn't take them back to Peru. 
doesn't take him back to Brazil or Argentina or Costa Rica where they've been living for, for years now. He puts them on flights and takes them to hell, to Haiti. Haiti is on fire. Haiti has no government. Haiti has no schools. Haiti has no jobs, nothing. So Joe Biden, the lover of humanity from the compassionate left, puts them on flights and flies them straight to hell. So that's, you know, that's, we shouldn't be surprised from the advocates for 60 million global abortions per year, 180 million abortions globally since the beginning of COVID-19, which has allegedly killed three to three to 4 million. Think of those numbers and the lifesavers tell you to take a vaccine. Think about the numbers real quick. Three to 4 million people allegedly have died of COVID over the last 18 months, right? During that same 18 months, there's been 90 million abortions done by people like Joe Biden, funded by people like Joe Biden, and then the Joe Bidens of the world tell you to take their vaccine. They're perfectly fine with a interim abortion, partial birth abortion, and abortions even after in the birth canal and partial birth where you actually birth the baby, flip it backwards, and inject scissors into its skull, and then inject a vacuum and suck its brains out. Suck his or her brains out. 50% of them are women. And allegedly these are the lovers of women too, right? Women's rights. So out of those 60 million per year, 30 million of those are women, plus people of color and Hispanics and everybody else. So those people then give you medical advice, put a mask on and you do it. Tell you to take a vaccine and you do it. Tell you to lock down a business and you do it. That'd be like staying in a house alone with Charles Manson. No, thank you. I'm good. Thanks, Chuck. So you wonder what the root was behind all of this border crisis is? It's very easy. It comes down to one imbecile, one stupid, ignorant pile of crap, human waste. His name is Joe Biden. Play a video for me. With him. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. That's who we are. We're a nation that says if you want to flee and you're fleeing oppression, you should come. I would change. So, what did he tell everybody to do? Everybody heard it, right? Why do we have a border crisis? Because Joe Biden told them to surge. The border. What do we have under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas right now? 15,000, not Mexicans, Haitians, Haitians under a bridge in Del Rio, Texas, because this man said this. Play it for me. I have served with him. What I would do as president is several more things because things have changed. I would, in fact, make sure that there is, we immediately surge to the border. All those people are seeking asylum. They deserve to be heard. There it is. That's why we have a border crisis. It's not hard to figure out. You just, all you have to do is find the evil. That's all that you have to do. Listen, I love you all. My 90 minutes of fury is over for now. I'm back Thursday night right here. Please check out my website. Switch to Rumble. Also switch to the non, the non- uh, tech tyrants of Facebook and YouTube. Let's get out of there as much as we possibly can. Make sure you have a Getter account. Make sure you have a Rumble account. Make sure you have a Gab account. Follow me as my, uh, Pastor Tom on Facebook. 
Go to our go to the website, TomLively.com. Let's beat the tech tyrants at their own game as part of our mass exodus, parallel society, where our society is bigger, stronger, and better than theirs has ever dreamed of being. Listen, I love you all. Back here, 8.30 Thursday night. God bless you.